VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Conair is spreading love and celebrating women, not just on International Women's Day, but every day with Conair Girl Bomb. Girl Bomb is their new line of powerful hair removal tools made just for us. Yeah. Whether it's the silky smooth skin or the empowering confidence boost you get, Conair Girl Bomb is here to amp up those positive vibes with some self-care. So to all the beautiful women out there, keep shining, keep being you, and treat yourself to some Conair Girl Bomb magic. You deserve it. Available at Walgreens. Hello, 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 welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it's Friday, which means our dear friend, Corey Andrew, joins us. Hey, Corey, are you there? I am here. So great to be with you, Rob, every Friday. You know it. Mm. I adore you, and I love seeing you on Fridays. So it was a week ago, a week ago, that we ended up hanging out with Wendy Williams, and it's a story that will never die. (laughs) It really wasn't that exciting, everybody. We had Mm. dinner, we went to get a drink, we ended up back at her apartment, and this story keeps going on and on. One of our naughties, one of our listeners... DM'd me that Perez Hilton was talking about us yesterday on his podcast. And apparently he wasn't that kind, maybe even a little bit jealous that we got to spend a night with Wendy. There's no jealousy here, honey. I've known him forever. I've known him for 25 years when he was Mario, working at the magazine. Do you know what I do have respect for though, and it's complicated with Perez because that website really was a hate site when it first mm. started. Yeah, yeah, nasty. But very he nasty. did do it first before we were all blogging or before we were all starting our, our own websites. He got there first, so I sort of have yeah. respect for him for that. I'm not going to listen to his podcast. I'm good at this, Corey. If you heard somebody was talking rubbish about you, it's such a British word. Mm. Would you listen or would you just walk away? Well, the first thing I'm going to do when we're done here today <laughs> is go to listen to that podcast because you know i've really written about him a few times at instinct magazine and i don't hold back so mm. he may be coming for me i don't know but yeah i don't you're I don't more like protective about you're more protective about me than you are yourself which i, I really do appreciate thank yeah. you and the noughties i think you are more protective about me too than than i am so thank you thank you thank you for your you consent honestly it. i got so many um DMs and emails about are you did you hear what Perez said about you I didn't but I I like that I know so the next time I bump into him I can give him a shady <laughs> side eye <laughs> exactly but I'm not actually going to listen to it I'm really good at that I'm, I'm good too when you send when I receive a harsh text or email and I get a lot of those because I'm a troublemaker I stir yeah, the yeah. pot so you know I should get them in fact if I don't get them I'm not really doing my right. job it's a badge but, of honor 
And so I can tell within the first sentence if it's going to be a harsh email or a harsh text, <laughs> and I stop reading it. I yeah, do. I yeah. don't. I never. Yeah, I don't ever finish it. I can tell I go immediately. All the way through. And you can tell. Oh, sometimes they're so long. When I have to scroll down, I was like, oh, I've really upset that person because mm. they're giving me a piece of their mind. Yeah, yeah. But I don't actually let it in, so I'm not going to listen to the podcast. But <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me know about it. And Wendy, if you're listening, hello, hello, hello. Hi, Wendy. I think you tried to text me. Call me last night. Your your number popped up this morning when I got out of bed. So maybe I'll give her a call yeah. later on. Hey, Corey, maybe you'll join us. We'll do part two tonight. Part oh, two well. with Wendy <laughs> oh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Perhaps. Okay, what time is it, my friends? It is tea it time. Is tea time. Tom Brady is firing back, sharing a cryptic quote about quote false friends after mm. Giselle's big interview. So Tom has fired off a cryptic message about the betrayal of false friends hours after his ex-wife Giselle did a big tell-all with Vanity Fair. We Mm. spoke about this tell-all yesterday. It's really, really good. He has not said anything to the press. We've all contacted him. What are your comments? What's your response to the story, Tom? Silence. But he took to his own Instagram Mm. and posted a quote that said the following. Quote, what is success? To laugh often, And much. Oh, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. To win the respect of intelligent people and the affection of children. That sounds like success to me. Mm -hmm. To earn the appreciation of honest critics and endure the betrayal Uh of false friends. Really interesting. I mean, within... Hours of Giselle doing her first tell-all. We get this very cryptic post. I find them a little bit annoying. Like, if you're going to say something, (laughs) to quote our friend Wendy... Say it like you mean it. Mm-hmm. Like, say it like you mean it. Don't be shady. Don't try yeah. to be coy or sly. If somebody upsets me, a friend upsets me, and goodness knows, some have, and I've upset them too, but I have this policy where I want you to say something. If I upset you, let me know, and then I can do something about it. Mm-hmm. Don't be all coy. Don't be all shady. Just say it out loud. Couple of questions, Corey. Yes. Do you think this quote is about Giselle? And how do you respond when somebody tells all about you? Yeah, I don't think it's about Giselle. I think he's implying that someone within their circle, perhaps, who they oh. both know, a mutual acquaintance, oh. is sort of talking out of both sides of their mouths, as my mother would say, or, or mm. playing, you know, playing both of them to get information and then talking to the press. It sounds a bit more like he's in, he's implying someone else, not Giselle, <gasps> is the culprit. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe it's his ex, Bridget Moynihan. Oh, maybe. She spoke to Vanity Fair, I think, or, or Giselle definitely spoke about Bridget and what it was like being a mother in that world. Remember, Bridget had a baby. We've got that story a yeah, little yeah, later yeah. on she in was the really show, but it's so interesting. Yeah, she was much more complimentary, though, to Bridget, right, in that mm. piece. So I don't know if they had any kind of beef, but you never know. You Going never ahead, know. Maybe. I love that quote. I never thought about that. Because for all those years they were together a long time, mm-hmm. they obviously had mutual friends or yeah. mutual business associates. Maybe it's her team that he thought were friends who scheduled the Vanity Fair story. Giselle Mm -hmm. didn't pick up the phone and call Vanity Fair, her publicist (laughs) did, or her manager, all of which Tom knows. So maybe it's lashing out at them. Oh, it's so Mm -hmm. interesting, but I want to know what you think about this. And it brings us to our poll question of the day. Tom Brady shares a cryptic post, a quote about false friends after Giselle's big sit-down interview with Vanity Fair. 
Is it aimed at his ex? Ooh, is this about Giselle? We slightly disagree here. I think yes. Corey thinks no. What do you think? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Romp. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back on Monday to hear your results. Hey, Corey, what are you working on? Yes, well, this is the trial of the century, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) The Gwyneth Paltrow trial. So her attorney has been whining to reporters uh, about oh. them stopping their cameras from being fixed on Gwyneth during the ski crash trial that's currently Oof. underway. Now, her lawyer complained about a camera being pointed directly at her during the ski crash trial on Wednesday, claiming reporters were repeatedly violating the courtroom decorum. Now, huh. speaking at the Park City Court in Utah on Wednesday, Steve Owens and 50-year-old Paltrow, they were visibly annoyed when they spotted a video camera pointed directly at the Oscar-winning actress, like right in her <laughs> face, like eye contact. And uh, the judge said he would look into the issue Mm. and that he recognized it was a problem but he also reminded reporters that they were not allowed to block Paltrow's path coming in and out of the courtroom. Now day three of Gwyneth's trial started on a not so sweet note as her security (laughs) team tried to request to give treats to the courtroom bailiffs and it was shut down. It was a shut down request. Yeah, I mean it was a bad idea but her attorney Steve (laughs) Owens he shared that he had presented the request with Uh, to the judge and he stated that he had said you know private security for my client wanted to bring in treats for the bailiffs for how helpful they've been so I wanted to do that transparently and see if there were any objections well there were clearly objections the representatives for Terry Sanderson who's the guy who's suing Paltrow for allegedly hitting him Mm -hmm. while on a ski slope in Deer Valley back in 2016 they went on to object the request now Rob I mean, it was such a bad idea. I mean, it's such who, a bad idea. Now, if they wanted to do that, they could have done it like after the trial, right? Yeah, the trial's don't do over. It. Hey, thank you for everything. The optics look horrible on that. You You're trying to bribe the judge yeah, or something. Don't do it. And you know the sweets were sugar free or something <laughs> awful. <laughs> right, who yeah. Something from goop.com. <laughs> it's a goopy ordered. goop. You know, she gave them like an oatmeal biscuit. Right. Ooh. Or maybe, hopefully not I like those candles. An M&Ms. Hopefully not one of those candles that smelled like her <laughs> She's You know, Gwyneth. <laughs> I mean, this case is interesting because it really is literally. Uh, he said, she said. It that literally so is. There's no cameras there, apparently. There's no GoPros on other skiers. There are some eyewitnesses, <laughs> right. but everyone that witnessed it had an agenda. Her mm. family's on her side. His family's on his side. His, yeah, yeah. his daughters are saying that she bumped into him. Her daughters are saying he bumped into her. So I think this is mm. ultimately going to come down to whether or not Gwyneth's lawyer can convince the jury that this is a shakedown, that Hmm. had this been you or me, Corey, that bumped into each other on the slopes, we probably wouldn't be very happy about it, but we probably wouldn't be in court today. There's a really, really explosive email, too, that he sent to his children shortly after the incident Hmm. saying... I'm going to be famous oh. because I know oh. because he bumped into Gwyneth Paltrow. Doesn't he want like 30 or $50 million or something? He wanted $3 million, three million and the judge okay. said, no, that's outrageous. So the most he can get is 300000 Still a lot of money. Yeah, I'll take Gwyneth it. has <laughs> countersued for a dollar. I know, which I love that she did. I that do was too. very sweet. You, you know, she's I do like, too, but she also uh, wants her legal costs covered. Oh. So this could cost him tens of thousands. That's the thing, isn't it? Mm. She doesn't want any damages, but he has to pay for her lawyer. And you 
know. Well, she's so needy, Gwyneth. You know, she's on the phone with that lawyer every night for right. hours. And they charge $500 an hour. Yeah, Bill, I yeah. know. Stop wow. calling him, Gwyneth. The <laughs> clock's ticking. Send him a text, please. I know. Whenever I've had legal issues, I've said, I don't want to ever talk to you on the phone because I talk too much. I'll send you a oh. sharp email. Short. <laughs> so you can just charge me two fifty. I'm not yeah. paying... $500 an hour for, for you to you talk for about my life. Yeah. I know. And you know I'd talk about Kim Kardashian and the gossip of the day. Stuff totally irrelevant to the yeah. trial that I would get charged <laughs> for. They bill by the hour. Oh, it's going to be wild. See, I think this is going to go on for a couple more weeks. Hey, moving along. Experts say that Meghan Markle should have warned Harry about his drug revelation. So this is so interesting. Harry might find himself in real trouble and might be stripped of his rights to live in the USA because he's been so honest about his drug use in the past. So according to royal biographer Angela Levin, Markle should have told her husband that there might be consequences about admitting this. So she told Dan Wotan on British TV, I don't understand why his wife didn't warn him. He talked to her about everything he was going to say and she's in charge and we both know that i don't know if that's totally true but i understand where she's going here she said that megan didn't say be careful because if you talk too much about drugs you might be in trouble so also in his memoir spare he spoke about heavy cocaine use smoking weed drinking too much and this is a little bit of a gray area because the United States do not give visas to people who are drug addicts. And so it's I've got a green card. I'm now an American citizen. Yeah. But if I had had any drug arrests in Britain or had I talked about using drugs, that visa would not have been approved. So Harry's probably going to get special treatment because he's a prince. But Corey, yeah, yeah. if you or I talked about heavy drug use, cocaine use, and then we applied for a visa in the USA, we probably would be denied. So the thing about that is that's a very sort of legislative aspect to citizenship. I don't know if Megan would know that. We go, we all talk about our past and our youth mm. and the mistakes we made back then. Lord knows I was a New York right. City club kid and <laughs> that, that whole party monster era with like Michael Allen, mm. like I was there, okay? Mm. And I'm so different today. So right. I don't know if Megan would think that you're going to be barred from America because of your past and your youth. Why would she have known to warn him about that? This is something else they're just trying to blame <laughs> blame Megan for, which is ridiculous. They always like to blame Megan, don't they? Yeah, no, I think silly. Megan's advice to Harry was tell the truth. Tell your whole truth. This book is about you telling the whole truth. Had she had she told him not to tell the truth, then we'd all say, Oh, she's silencing him. And yeah, she's yeah. manipulating him. Poor right. Megan can't win here, but Harry does have a bit of a problem on his hands. If you go through the book, there are many, many paragraphs about drugs, and that is something that honestly could cost him an American visa. Hmm. I think the myth is that everybody is given a visa to come into America, and I know that is just not the case. I had to jump through hoops Hmm. to get here, and thank goodness, and goodness knows I've got a pass too, Corey, but thanks goodness I was never arrested or right, in trouble right. with the law because if I had have been I might not be sitting here right mm. now doing this podcast with you. Hey quickly before we get a break I love this story. So Prince William dined in a gay restaurant on a surprise trip to Poland. So he mm. was in Poland and he went to this restaurant that's described as a queer space and he sat down, took it into his dinner that cost less than £10. This is what happened. So he's in Poland on an official 
official visit, which is really important because Poland is not very kind to the LGBTQ right, community. Right. In fact, its status on gay rights is amongst the worst of any European nation. So a bunch of palace aides who travel with him were going out for dinner. They did their work all day, went back to the embassy, the hotel. He went to bed, or they thought he was going to bed, and they went out for dinner. Mm. And they chose this this queer space. He texted them, where are you? What are you all up to? He's a bit bored. He's all by himself in the hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They said, we're at this restaurant. He came to join them. Oh, my so gosh. So he just turned up. People went nuts. But I think, too, this is a really good move. I'm so glad he did this. I'm told by my royal sources that he's great around gay people. His mother loved gay men. Oh, so course, he's always had gay men around him. Her butler, who's so chatty catty, Paul mm-hmm. Burrell, he's a gay man. And so there's hundreds and hundreds of queens literally in that palace, not just one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he really knew, though? They just said, hey, come to this restaurant. Did he actually I think know? he had to know because the staff would be no- nervous. It's like even on um, Friday last week, <laughs> Wendy wanted to go to a bar. And I was like, there's a gay bar around the corner. Like, I didn't just say a bar. I made it right, very right. clear. Yeah. And in this day and age, I don't think people mind. But when they're famous, I think you have to tell everybody where they're walking mm, into. Yeah, if we yeah. were going to walk into a Democratic club or a Republican club, yeah, a gay club, you know, I do say. And so I think he knew about it and he chose to go. And it's such a powerful message. He almost should be our nicest of the day. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Yeah. He should, shouldn't he? <laughs> he we're should. going to take a quick break. We've got a really good nicest there when we come yeah. back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Schroeder with our dear friend Corey. Hey, Corey, let's get to the polls. Da, 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 da. Yesterday, we talked about Giselle breaking her silence, saying she never gave Tom Brady a retirement ultimation. So it was in the press that she said you basically have to retire or our marriage is over. She's saying that is not true. Do you believe her? Cheeky question. Let's have a look. 50-50. Split down the middle. 50-50. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now... It's, it's time, time for our, our nicest of the day. day. Oh, yes. Well, you know, we talked about Giselle earlier. So Giselle Bunchen says that the challenging relationship with Bridget Moynihan was like a roller coaster. Bridget is the mother, of course, of her ex-husband Tom Brady's eldest son, Jack. I have a great relationship with her, Bunchen said, of the actress before noting that everything in life comes with work. You have to go That's through the roller coaster, she went on to say, and you have moments where you get to the sticky points and That's you've got to overcome it. Now, yes. Jack, who's 15 years old, was born a few months after Bunchen and Tom Brady began dating, which the former Victoria's Secret angel described as a challenging situation for us all. Oh, I bet. As for Moynihan, Bunchen said that her goal was always, how can I be the most helpful? I put myself in her shoes and I I was like, how can I support her? Because in the huh. end of the day, we are team players and not playing against each other. I love that. I do too. It's Isn't all about great? what's best for Jack. For and the these kids. two have worked yeah. very hard and put their egos aside to really do that. Mm-hmm. So Bridget Moynihan uh, used to live in the same building as me. So I know oh. her a little bit. I know. And it was a really weird time because she got pregnant. She broke up with Tom. I don't think she knew she was pregnant yeah, right yeah. away. Before he she started dating up, yeah. Giselle really quickly. And mm. then she was like, oh, my God, 
I'm pregnant. Right. And it was just a wild roller coaster. Huh. And Giselle handled this just beautifully. They all did. They really got together as adults yeah. and decided we're going to make this work for this little baby. And nice is the day now. And naughty is the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. naughty. Chris Martin doesn't eat dinner anymore after Gwyneth's diet goes viral. Oh. So Chris Martin, the cold play frontman, said that he has stopped eating after four o'clock. However, it's not because of Gwyneth, it's because of Bruce Springsteen. He said he was lucky enough to have lunch with Bruce Springsteen after they played Philadelphia last year. Mm -hmm. And Bruce's wife told Martin that her husband only eats one meal a day. And Chris thought, wow, he's in better shape than I am. So here we go. (laughs) Celebrities and their diets and eating once a day. It makes me so crazy. We all want to look good. We all want to be fit. But find your way of doing it. Don't follow Gwyneth's. It's it's very, very tricky. Okay, let's end with a moment of rub. You get a rub, you get a rub, you get a rub. So for 15, 20 minutes, we love bringing you all the news, all the celebrity gossip. But for a minute or a moment, we're a little bit more deep. Mm. We all deserve to have a squad that cheers us on. A team of supporters that celebrates and encourages our success. Mm -hmm. And the only way to get such a squad is to build it. Start building your squad. You don't need 100 people. You don't need 10. You need two or three. That's all you need. But start building them. Surround yourself with people who cheer you on. I was thinking about Giselle. Tom, I was thinking about that situation and thinking about how they've all decided to work together, including Mm -hmm. Bridget. They created a squad for Jack. They're not all best friends. They don't really have much in common. But what they do have in common is Jack. So find a bunch of friends who have you in common. You're the centre of this and find people who will cheer for you. I'm always suspicious when my friends, and I say that in quotes, when they can't cheer for me, when they mm-hmm. can't be happy for my success, they're not really friends. No, hey, no. that is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Robin Corey show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, if you're, if going, you're going to, to be, be naughty, naughty, you've, you've got, got to, to be, be nice. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everyone. <laughs> It's naughty but nice with Rob! Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality. 
potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.